Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Druggers for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again, just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, it's Carol People that's with me. Hello, Carol. Hello, Donald. (laughs) Uh, So today, we're going to talk about uh, same stuff, different package. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. This is, it's about drugs. Yeah. Yeah. We usually are talking about Yeah, that. it is. Um, this is about the uh, revelation that we've had recently about a new weight loss drug that's been approved. Hey, Commercials, sounds good. Eli Lilly's stock is going up. Of course. That's a good thing, I guess, for people that are, <laughs> that have that in their portfolio or whatever. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, so anyway, uh, this group of drugs, these, uh, well, they're, they're cretin analogs and cretin my, uh, mimetics. That sounds um, above my pay grade. GLP-1 <laughs> analogs. They're, um, we've talked about them. It's Ozembic and the um, all these other spinoffs uh, of that. Yeah, that are actually for... Diabetes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. They they were originally for diabetes, but weight loss has been a really significant uh, and welcome side effect. So everybody's getting approval for that. Particularly type two, I guess. Yeah, that is absolutely type two, not mm-hmm. one. Um, the so as a lot of people are just referring to them as ozembic kind of drugs. So it's almost like Kleenex <laughs> for any kind of tissue. They've owned the market with yeah, they, it. They are the recognizable name. But this new one was Manjaro for uh, diabetes. Isn't that a mountain in India? That's Kilimanjaro, I think. That's That's probably not a good drug name. Kilimanjaro. Yes. (laughs) Wrong continent. (laughs) The word kill in there is probably not good. No. Uh -uh. So anyway, that was for for diabetes. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the new indication for weight loss is... Zep bound. Okay. I, I try to think about why why that. Um, if it's Z E P B O U N D, Zep bound. Um, and so anyway, uh, same stuff, different package. It's some of the other ones that have gotten approval from for both diabetes and uh, for weight loss have had to change the dosing a little bit and like. Um, to get FDA approval, yeah. You're talking when, about? Well, what, what, like Wagovi is is available in different strengths, and it's it's dosed differently for so okay. that kind of thing. Uh, uh, that's Ozempic and Wagovi are the same thing. But this one, uh, not so much. It's it's very. It's I believe same dosing and that kind of thing. It's just they've got a new package, and this um, this one is a little different. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so How is this one different? Well, you want to talk about hormones? Sure. I always <laughs> want to talk about hormones. <laughs> there's a there's a joke out there somewhere, but I'm not going to chase it. Well, I'm a girl of a certain age, so hormones, you know. <laughs> Careful how you phrase things. Okay, well, that wasn't the joke. Um, <laughs> so these hormones are like 
like we think about estrogen, testosterone, um, thyroid hormones, and these kinds of things, growth hormone. But really, it's they're they're like these chemical messengers in your blood. So they they, they go from and and connect up with a tissue, and it, it initiates some kind of response. So these uh, these new drugs are like those hormones that that are in your body. They're called incretins. So when you eat something down there in your gut, it's like. Oh, we got food going here. And so these, these hormones are released. Everybody and, in. Well, <laughs> so they'll go to the, you know, they, they will stimulate insulin secretion from the pancreas and your liver, which a lot of will, will go in glucagon. It doesn't get much press, but it's the, it and insulin sort of keep your sugar in level. Okay. It causes sugar to be produced in the liver. But with these hormones, that's shut down. So you got, you know, sugar production. Let's, let's knock that out. And then you get some insulin production, which insulin just allows your body to get the sugar into the cells to be used. Okay. Um, and then and in addition to that, it slows down the GI tract. So I think it's almost like your body's way of going, it's got all we can handle down here. Let's <laughs> put stuff in your face. <laughs> I don't know. The stuff in your face is not a good No, that's not. <laughs> I, I take that back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but essentially, you're saying that it's it's the it helps your body regulate how much it's going to use, exactly. and then gets rid of the rest. That's right. That's the natural thing that's going on mm-hmm. with any with all of us. If it's working properly, is that you have this this whole process that goes on, and there's all these feedback mechanisms for when it cranks up, when it stops, you know. And so it's all about keeping these levels of insulin so that you when there's sugar available. It can be utilized, and when it's not there, you can generate some sugar. Um, mm-hmm. So it's you know it's to keep. And if you apparently have too much, get rid of it. That's right. That's right. Um, so does that does that make sense? I just kind of wanted to go over a little bit what these hormones are and what we're looking at. These drugs, and one of the I've, I've saw an ad where it talked about they just are mimicking your natural hormones. That's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's um, you. You don't want to take a prednisone or hydrocortisone every day, all all day, every no, every, no, right. And that's just mimicking your natural, right, your right. natural hormones. So that's not enough. It is, uh, it is mimicking a hormone, but I think that it warrants. There's some, you know, some of the precautions going in pancreatitis and certain types of tumors, and you, you need to have a full workup with the with the doc, and then. We're going to get into. Can I? I want to get off on something else here before we get into just this uh, Zetbound. Mm-hmm. Can we real quick? Sure. One of the things that happens with companies coming out with these products, one and then the other, and getting new indications, it some of this is about marketing and getting a bigger share of the market. And if they can prove the value in this in terms of preventing strokes um, and heart attacks and other cardiovascular issues. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know, the, the chances of insurance companies are going paying for that go up. So it's it's kind of this. There's a there's a money game going. Does on. Does that play a role in the FDA approval as well? What's that, hon? The the fact that it would, you know, limit heart attacks and those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. benefit and risk, and that's certainly a benefit. Um, and then it has to be safe and mm-hmm. and then efficacious, effective for whatever that indication is that they're applying for. But yeah. That would could it could it be that all these companies, all these different companies, have been working on this particular type of drug for a while, and then like all of a sudden everybody's 
Okay, one's got FDA approval. How? Let's all jump. Oh in. well, they keep. I'm sure that one knows about what's potentially going on in other labs. And I think it was early in the 20th century, like 1903 or something, where this this group of hormones, these compounds, were uh, there was a theory that they existed, mm-hmm. but for decades nothing was followed up. And then I, some you know radio immunoassay where you can actually identify these things and start working mm-hmm. with them. And um, so here we are, and they are really a great group of meds. They really can be effective for the right patient and monitored correctly, properly, and all that kind of thing. Um, we just get there's a lot of press that the stuff that goes on. We've talked about Ozempic in a previous podcast, but it's like it's people who are just a little overweight and just want to do something easy. Question. And, yeah. So wanna, you're talking about like Hollywood people who yeah. want to drop 10 pounds, you know, by by the end of the month yeah. using this. Yeah. That would not, to my thinking, be the correct thing to do. But real quick, what I wanted to get what was when you expire. Some of this, what and you were talking about, like one company knowing what another does, and do we? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really common, like ACE inhibitors, which we've talked about for for blood pressure control. Mm-hmm. So you you know you start out with benazepril, and that has to be taken three times a day, but it's a it's you know it's a, a groundbreaker, really. It's capitin, but you end up with like eight nine different compounds in that same group, and everybody's just trying to capture. Some part of the market, some some other some little advantage. twist on it. Yes, like lisinopril has done very well. It's once daily. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's so familiar with it, and it's effective. And studies have been done proving its effectiveness and benefits and this kind of thing. So, someone sort of comes out the winner in these things. And the mm-hmm. same thing goes on with like beta blockers, metoprolol, uh, atenolol, I see, propranolol. Um, I think it's all in the color of the packaging. <laughs> Not entirely, but <laughs> Just some of kidding. that. Yeah, well, advertising and how uh, used to be drug reps would come in and sell these things. So anyway, in, in lots of uh, different categories, there are um, this, the expanding availability of different options in a same class. Now, the Manjaro um, Zep Pound has one additional a wait, GIP. Wait. Yeah. Uh, Monjaro and Zep found the same thing? They are. Okay. That's what we're talking about. Okay. Same stuff, different package. Sure. Yeah, that's correct. Um, th- it has a little different mechanism of action. The other ones just are presumably this one hormone that's mimicked and stimulates this activity. But there's another one. It's a GIP. It used to be called gastric inhibitory polypeptide. Which is GIP, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyhow, it's presumably... Um, or potentially has some effect on like peripheral lipids. So, you know, your cholesterol things could be affected in a positive way. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's kind of, they're figuring this stuff out. Okay. So some, I've, I've read where, you know, some of this, the decisions about which one to use, if someone's going to use it, will potentially come down to just how much does it cost? What can you... I see. What, what I will see. your insurance company cover? I see. And the, and the drug companies have these coupons and are you you know, eligible for that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's not just the drug, but rather some of these other factors okay. that, that play in there. Are there pitfalls? Pitfalls. Or uh, negative side effects here? Yeah. 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 It's the, the side effects are the same as like Ozembic with uh, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, constipation. These are GI things. Like when you think about slowing down the GI tract mm-hmm. um, and these things have a profound effect it, my feeling is, just my feeling, that like it's a little more 
abrupt than what your normal hormone fluctuations would be. So it's like a, you know, you've really got some kind of. Uh, That's a big punch. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And um, so those kinds of things. And then just making sure. Um, and these are injections. So you have to do this. Oh, once a needles. Week. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, another question. Do you have to take these for the rest of your life? Well, that's a great question because long-term use, I think they've looked at it for like three years, which is relatively long-term. But sure. they used to, when I was in school, they called these maintenance meds, like things that you would get on and, and then Forever. Just, <laughs> well, just figure this is part of your daily uh-huh. or weekly, whatever the schedule is for it. But um, that is a really good question and consideration because do you want to be doing the injection once a week? Forever and and financially, this could be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen some studies where people that did, and you can stop it with you know that 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 certainly is possible. But the people uh, have a tendency to gain back a fair bit of weight. So it's um, I don't know. These things need to just need to be discussed. Now right. there are like with the Zepbound, um, the indications are this: when you you know when it gets approved for weight loss, so. There's a body mass index, which just looks at how much you weigh, how tall you are. BMI, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. Well, there are calculators online. So if anyone's curious about their BMI, you can just you know Google that, yeah. plug your numbers in, I've and you that. get- I've done that. I've done that too. It never makes me happy. No, me either. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> anyway, it was- I'm Zepbound. having some cheese. It's indicated, <laughs> it's indicated for someone with a- um, BMI of 30 or greater. Okay. Or someone with a BMI of 27 or greater who has some other weight related condition like high blood pressure, type 2, type 2 diabetes, um, high cholesterol, these kinds of things. So I see. Those are the two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I've seen and read testimonies about how effective it's been. And like, I don't think there's any question. Like some of the ads you'll see is like lose up to fifty six pounds. Well, wow. Yeah, but what percentage of body weight is that? Right. Like if you start right. out at four hundred fifty, yeah, you need more. Yeah. But I don't think it should be. I think a sustained slow loss is a preferable thing. But there's there is absolute evidence that that this stuff is effective. So I don't. Okay. That I don't think is the is really a point. So you shouldn't uh, remember Dexatrim in the seventies. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, so you shouldn't um, treat it like a. Um, I'd like to lose twenty pounds for my kid's wedding, so I'll look better in my dress. This is not the application. Well, no, not. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just gave you the indication. Yes. <laughs> losing twenty pounds for the wedding is. It's about how heavy someone is. I'm just saying. I again. know. <laughs> No, not saying that won't be a thing. And that's not a suggestion, is it? No, no, okay. no, no. I'm um, just saying what goes through people's minds. Right. So it's really considered for chronic weight management. So okay. is that is that what you need? Um, right. But there are some people who it's like, it's a lifesaver. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it is, it is a wonderful option to have. And, and if for, you've tried and a for lot people of things who are di- and you can't lose. And, yeah. yeah. It's it's. A really great, great new group of drugs. Mm-hmm. But the, I just am pointing out with these conversions between indications for diabetes and then indications for weight loss, that very often it's just, it's the same active compound. Mm-hmm. 
And in some cases, do- dosing is different than that. But it's in this case, it's really the same same stuff, same same, uh, just different package. Uh, so this Zepbound is very similar to Ozembic, and what's the other one? Wagovi is it? Is that the other? Ozembic Wagovi is the weight loss form. There's um, liraglu- that's semaglutide. <laughs> Let's go into these drug names. Liraglutide is Victoza for diabetes, Saxenda for weight loss. And then this is terzepatide, which is Monjero for, okay. for diabetes, mm-hmm. and Zepbound for weight loss. So when we turn off this microphone, I don't remember any of those drug names. But okay, thank you. <laughs> you. You know what? You can go to some sites. The Mayo Clinic, I think, has always got great stuff for, for just the general public if you don't want to get into the mumbo-jumbo of medication talk. But like, mm-hmm. um, so new diabetes weight loss drugs and they will you know you'll find something you down. on each one and what they um what they do but again a, a lot of this will not just be the specific drug but like what can you get what's what's going to fit best with your situation with right uh, your need um which and is what what your insurance covers and these kinds of things. Which is really mention. your doctor too. Your doctor will make those decisions, not you. You can't. You well, shouldn't go in and. Oh no no no! But together with your doctor, yeah, you yeah. certainly do. That's that whole discussion we're always mm-hmm. talking about. That risk benefit discussion. Um, there is one little thing. Zepbound is only approved for um, people eighteen years and older. Okay. And um, Wagovi is for twelve. And older, and again, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the risk benefit really—you just these are just case by case situations. And man, if someone meets these criteria and really needs this to 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 get healthy and stay healthy, and absolutely prevent some of these keep them from having a heart attack or something. yes, strokes and uh, yeah, that it's fantastic. And again, I've read testimonials, and it's like, wow, this was a perfect thing for that's great. But some of them. I've I've seen people will say that's so easy. Oh gosh. Well, but in the literature, mm-hmm. in approval, this is to be done with exercise and diet. So, not strict diet like in, but rather, you know, these two things in addition to this therapy mm-hmm. to work toward in conjunction. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, have you got anything else? I mean, this I just wanted to just basically cover this new thing that's going on and mm-hmm. um, it gets so much press. Like it's this never happened before. Well, mm-hmm. this is like the third, fourth, you know, this is, is happening and mm-hmm. it probably will continue to happen. But I'm imagining um, the drug rep people in a conference room going, how do we hype this up? Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the PR folks and stuff. Um, like I said, the, it doesn't hurt their stock that Eli Lilly got this approved. Sure. I do. I want to say like, just in, in thinking about, in particular, this group of drugs, but any drugs, they're going to drug companies are looking for how do we gain an advantage? How do we make this more effective, get more folks to maybe be taking this drug instead of another? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the semaglutide, which is the Ozembic and the Wagovi as uh-huh. injections. But there's also Ribelsis, that same drug that's taken orally. Uh-huh. Now, it's not approved for weight loss, but you can bet these drug companies – they're are working, working on, on making an a pill. oral option, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because who wants? Nobody wants to do the shot. Um, no. So that's that's probably down the line. That's that interesting. Yeah. Yep. Well, so this anyway, has been fa- helpful. Yeah. So it's a fan gra- fantastic group of drugs. Mm-hmm. Just this whole, you know, just a reminder to be diligent about doing the risk benefit, talking with your healthcare team, your physician, seeing it's right for you. Mm-hmm. 
and sharing all your past, your history and your information, right. and right. then moving forward with that. What do we do, Carol? Document when you start taking it, when how you feel, how you know, following the doctor's orders, obviously, but just you know, making sure you track when, including what time of day. I'm imagining would be important. Yeah, but it's once a week, so mm-hmm. certainly the day and time would be great, and just. Participating, you know, so you start it. That's not the end of this thing. You mm. participate, monitor. And with these new drugs like this, there's post-marketing uh, monitoring that goes on, these phases that the FDA has. And that's what's going on when people are just starting it up. So participating can include utilizing MedWatch, which is an FDA program. And people can can get on there and they can, can log a, you know, observation themselves or talk to their physicians. Side effects, and, they think. Yeah, because it can change the literature, how how this might be used in the future if some people are experiencing something different Especially with since it. it's kind of new. All it's of this new. is kind of new. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a good thing to do too. So um, participate, monitor, risk benefit, all those good things, and just um, kind of hoping you understand a little better about this, all this um, noise about these drugs. They're good drugs. Let's try to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Well. Well, this was helpful. Oh, good. Well, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate being here. (laughs) (laughs) And I appreciate y'all listening. This has been and will be Druggist for the People.